Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar, where a dude and a dude talk about their journey together through the Age of Sigmar. Our legions of adoring fans will hear from a grizzled veteran with decades of gaming experience, but few wins, and a fresh recruit who thinks about the game day and night. So buckle up, Sigmarites, and join us as we explore the realms, news, local events, and whatever else tickles our fancy. Hey, dude. Can we chat? Yeah. Okay. Let's chat. Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar. I'm Damon. And I'm Roma. And tonight we've got our first guest speaker. Uh, we've been thinking about doing this for a while and we're both pretty excited to finally have somebody here that isn't us. Uh, so I'm not going to delay too, too long. Uh, little change of format tonight. We've only got two mics. So Roma and I are just going to hand one back and forth, and our second mic is going to be used by Desmond. Yo, Des. So thanks for coming today, Des. I'm very excited to hear all about Rona Nation and everything you have to tell us. Yeah, no, I super appreciate it. Um, I brought you guys a little gift, some oh Rona Nation dice with a little Thank penguin you. on it. And, it's beautiful. Know. My favorite color, too. Pinky purple iridescent. Now... Um, you you make this stuff as well, don't you? Like yeah. You, so you like these ones, I got custom made. Yeah. Um, just going through like a dice making company, but I did all the design work myself. Okay. Um, I guess kind of related into what Rona Nation is. Um, basically started up my own commissioning company. Um, doing artwork, fine art, graphic design, and painting Warhammer. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I've seen some of your your painting that you've done. Um, you did Josh's army. Yep. Oh my goodness, that's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> and um, the other thing is, you did our logo, Dudes of Sigmar. Yep. And the other question is, so when I first started, mm -hmm. I said to Damon, because he had a lot of painting, a lot of building to do, and I thought, what if I were to go buy an army, and is there someone who could build it and paint it? And he's like, Des does that. And I thought, oh my gosh. So that's why I got pretty excited to hear that you have a business. No, definitely, yeah. Yeah. yeah like so... What do you, what else do you do? Like, how do you, how does someone contact you and how do you, like, what do you do? Um, right now I set up with a website, um, www.ronin-nation.com. Dash so or I, underscore? A dash. Okay. Yeah. R yeah. Ronin-nation. Yeah. And I can give you guys some cards or whatever and okay. we can yeah. do a link on the show notes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, through there, there's a contact email that you can fill in and, ask for what you like do you want to get like an army painted and something we can definitely do and do you do conversions or do you are you mostly about mostly about painting i'm i'm open to pretty well any artistic end of things okay. like right now i'm a i work at the trades like i'm an instrument mechanic and that doesn't really leave much for outlets for creativity <laughs> <laughs> so that's just starting this company up so i can do like you know i've done a lot of like 40k and aos are doing some aos like portraits of people Oh like, yeah, because yeah, you did all those um, all those forty k portraits. Yeah, and then like icons. Matt, our friend there, he recently asked me to do like a vampire one, like kind of get back to how we used to do the old school, like really flavorful um, army rosters and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's thinking like getting that on there, so it's like a portrait of the commander, and it's actually him. <laughs> wow. Which, which Matt's which Matt's that? Uh, Matt uh, Greenberg. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, another question is, do you ship? Like if someone from out of town wanted to have something built or painted? Definitely. Like there's stuff we could work out. Like I think a lot of that stuff works best on like, like uh, a 
situation basis. So just getting that conversation going, like reach out and, and then see what, where that person's at. Like maybe they don't even have the collection yet and I could work mm -hmm. something out where I go pick it up and then I do the work and then we can work back and forth and show you a test model. Like with Josh, for example, with his iron jaws, he had all the models, mm -hmm. um, worked out easier cause he's local. Right. So then you can bring them to me. But the, like shipping and stuff is just, it's just added cost, right? This is yeah. what are you willing to pay to get an army painted, right? Right. Yeah. Because I'm on this um, Stormcast Eternals Facebook page, and somebody was asking about Storm Drake Guard and said, you know, they didn't like to build. And I just added in there that, you know, I share that as well. I don't build models, but uh, that I know someone who's got a business. And yeah, so I just put yeah. that in there that uh, they can contact Rona Nation and see if. You could build yeah, something. Definitely get the conversation going and yeah. see if we can come to an agreement on like a price and time frame. And I'm open open to anything art, um, creative. Which um, we were talking about this yesterday, the kind of or the other day kind of questions we wanted to ask. And one that popped up for me mm -hmm. is uh, like, I know painting models for me uh, is a bit of a grind. Yep. And like, how do you sit down? And I mean, sure, money's a motivator, but you know, it's only so much of a motivator when you're sitting down and it's not your army and you're staring at, you know, 60 shooters for some dude yeah. gets army. How do you sit there and go, yeah, I'm really pumped about banging out 60 shooters today? I spent some time trying to figure this out. And what ended up working for me was when I started treating it like a job to a goal. Like, cause like, I mean, we all want to get our armies done, but then like, I'm like, well, what's different of like how I do something when I go to work? Mm -hmm. Like, obviously like there's that effort at work is seems to be a lot easier to do. So when I took that mentality and put it to my hobby, I found my production went up a lot. Right. Wow. Cause like, it's like, it's like, okay, like I'm at work, you go to work for eight hours, mm -hmm. but say for hobbies, you just say if you plan to have two or three hours after work. And that is my work schedule for getting my hobby done. And so then I'd base it down on steps, usually do a test model first. And then once I got the test model done, I know what steps to do. And then I could go and do that with like a, a massive group or something, right? Like just really break it down and have like those small victories. Right. Yeah. Wow. And then that gets an adrenaline going, right? Like, yeah. cause like, you know, you get the endorphins that you're, you've got a task done. And then yes. usually it just snowballs. So. Wow. Get the dopamine. Yeah, yeah, the dopamine. Like, yeah. get the easy wins. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like, I got those base coats done on those 200 grots. Oh, I couldn't <laughs> right? even imagine. It's like, I got some energy to do some eyes now. <laughs> I was painting my um, Raptorix for uh, my Slaves of the Darkness, and I got them, because I'm a big slap chopper. Yeah. And I got, uh, not even six, I got four slap chop last night. I'm like, yeah, slap chop, four. Yeah. I couldn't imagine doing, like, 50, 100 models. Do you have any tips for anyone who's starting to learn how to paint? Um, good question. To be honest, there's a lot of good content out there now mm -hmm. for like people getting into it. I, I think the best tip is don't be afraid to try anything. Mm -hmm. And like learning from experience, I think is a huge thing. Like don't right. worry about messing something up because there's always going to be more models. We all know that once we get in the hobby, you're always <laughs> going to have more models. That's right. Like right. don't worry about the Griffhound's beak and that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let that go. 
Let go of the Griffound beak. Okay, well, let go of the Griffound yeah. beak. But I mean, like, but I mean, like, I mean, going to educated approach is good too. Like, that's something I've learned a lot with like my drawing lately. Is that like, you there is a lot of um, good value in learning from someone else's experience already too, right? <clears throat> yes, and that all did come together for me when. You know, Damon, dude's been trying to tell me, don't you don't just want to paint a model without priming. And mm -hmm. even though as exciting as it is just to get that, you know, that paint on that model, I saw a model that was painted without being primed. And it, it totally brought it all together for me. So we uh, mentioned in the last episode, we picked up a bunch of stuff from Grayson. Yeah. So it was a bunch of, you know, leftovers, you know, how Grayson collects. Oh yeah, he's he's amazing at it. He just yeah, picks armies off the internet. So he'd picked up this what was it? A Lord Arcanum on a grift charger. Lord Arcanum on a grift charger, and it was like yet unprimed, and I don't even know if it was acrylic paints, but it was like purple and rose gold with like I don't know a brush should like a half inch brush you'd get at Michaels or something. Like it was pretty rough. And Roma pulls out of the box. She's like. Models can look like this. Oh, oh my <laughs> God, can they? I had just never seen a model like that before. Everybody's models just look so absolutely amazing. Yeah. And no, I will say, like over the years, like the amount of painting the community does in general. Like, there's no more like tournaments you go to, and like half of them are gray. Like, right. Like it, it, it's neat to see the hobby to this point now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you and I were chatting a bit earlier before the podcast. Um, you had given me a few tips on what to think yeah. about when I start painting. So you want to yeah. talk a bit about that? Yeah, no, like, it's just like, because like with your experience that you have, like, because you're fresh to painting miniatures, um, one thing I've we've noticed in the community a lot in the past is that girls kind of get a, a step up, especially when they learn how to do makeup. Because a lot of those skills from doing makeup translate over to models very well. Like, you blending like having your base and foundation shadow highlights like all those terms are like typical terms for miniature painting just like the surface area is going to be a lot smaller because it's a you know a little miniature instead of like your your full face or something right yeah. yeah that's a great way to think of it because it again that connected for me as well i expect to see all your models with blush and mascara <laughs> <laughs> and thick eyeliner yeah <laughs> um so i i, I just want to keep uh, picking your brains with with the whole um, like tips for painting and yeah I, I, I know there's like a, yeah. there's a zillion YouTube videos out there but um, we've got you yeah and yeah. so I'm gonna like so you must have some tricks for not only painting well but like grinding out lots of models for sure yeah no what is when you sit down and you're looking at those like and uh, you broke it down so that's yeah. I think that's perfectly reasonable smart goals all that good stuff but it's so like, how do you go about doing? Do you, because I'm the absolute worst. Because when I'm going to paint, I'll go like, um, I painted uh, Chaos Sorcerer last night. So I painted a little yellow and then some blue and then some yellow and then some pink and then some blue. Do you actually map out all the colors? Do you do all the colors at once or do you, because you can't do it like me. That'd take yeah. forever. So like it, most, I guess probably all, we're talking more like army painting here, right? Yeah. So I find, because like we want to get the grind done. We want to get it, get through it and make it look good. So like what I typically do, like I'll run through my steps, like I'll get my prime down. And then like, so usually I do black and then I'll do like a bit of a zenithal with a white. And that's more so I could just actually see the model. Because <laughs> if it's just all black, a lot of the details get lost. Right. Um, 
then I'll usually typically do airbrush work with my like my biggest colors on the model. So like right now, like I'm painting my cruel boys army and like the most part I see on them is basically their flesh. So I will go in and I, I did them with orange skin instead of the typical green you see for orcs. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, I'll do that and I'll do like a highlight, a, one or two highlights with the airbrush. And like, even there I was, I was pretty sloppy with it. It was even going over onto the cloth. I'm really not selling my painting here, but, <laughs> <laughs> but painting is amazing. Yeah. But, uh, but then like, and then just break it down to the elements and like, okay, I got this, the skin base down. Okay. Then I'll go and I'll start taking out the next bigger area. So like, and a lot of it's working from the inside out too. Right. Cause then it's easier to cover up spots where it is bad. Um, then like I went in and I basically just cause I want to get it done quickly. I did wash layering. So it's a little similar to like the slap chop stuff that Damon's been doing, but like just different products. And like, instead of just having a black and white and gray, um, transition for like giving that tone and definition i just did that with color like that's what the airbrush oh, stuff did okay yeah and then like i just built up layers of wash with different tones so like i wanted them to be swampy so basically everything almost got like a, a greenish swamp wash and then the cloth would get like a brown wash and then like the weapons all got black and armor parts just to distinguish the stuff and then I'm, i find a thing that really sells a good paint job it's a lot of detail, but you can really simulate that without being accurate. So like being at like, um, the washes, mm -hmm. um, pigments, or even adding like little details, like some like, you know, like liver spots and stuff. Oh. Cause like that draws people's mind and it almost like, it's like it, it's a, again, not really selling myself, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's, it's a way to like kind of give almost like overround someone with something to look at. And it just gives that stimulation that they're like, this is awesome. Right. Like that's you don't exciting. have to spend a lot of time on it. Yeah. Right. But then you can also spend a lot of time, but I mean, I think that's, there's a lot of cool products out there now to make painting a lot more accessible. Like with the, what are they called now? The, those not foundation, but the, oh, like the speed paints, yeah, the the express paints. paints. Yeah. And yeah. Those are such a great tool and like using them in different ways, like, with airbrush, I find they're amazing. Yeah, cause I've never I've never run a contrast type paint through an airbrush before. Mm -hmm. Like d completely different effect. <laughs> huh. Yeah, like instead of like going in and like getting darker and lighter for the areas, it almost like kind of like stains it, like gives it like kind of like uh, like a gritty feel or something, right? Yeah. Depending on what you use, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, do you do a lot of building as well, or do you mainly do a lot of painting? I enjoy building a lot too mm -hmm. yeah i actually found because i got into like the 3d printing fairly early i think in our community right and i find i don't use it as much as a lot of the guys do because i actually really enjoy building kits still because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that like on saturday when you were over yeah about how you know there's something to just sitting there and like tonight i was before you rolled in i was making chaos warriors yeah just sitting there in front of the tv listening to M Moana and Dwayne Johnson singing, you're welcome. <laughs> and just like clipping models off the sprues, scrape, 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 glue, glue, glue. Like it's, yeah. it's hypnotic in the, in the end of the day when things are so hustle bustle. And right. It's kind of 30 minutes, kind of Zen and gives you kind of a, a moment to relax. Yeah. The world gets a little smaller and you can just focus on building, <laughs> building a little dude. <laughs> wow. 
so you're just so talented, Des. Like <laughs> I've I've seen your the beautiful artwork that um, you did for one of the game stores. Okay, yeah. Like that was beautiful. That yep. was. Oh, yeah, the mural. That's in a that's in a restaurant now. <laughs> Where is that? It's same same location, but there's a restaurant in there now. Is there an actual legit restaurant? Yeah, and apparently they like it. <laughs> oh my god, because I was in that kitchen. Well, hopefully they they cleaned up that kitchen before they got in there. That was nasty. Oh, <laughs> Back to the artwork. It was absolutely <laughs> beautiful. Man, you should have seen these cockroaches. We don't have cockroaches in Prince <laughs> Wow. And I see you're wearing a T-shirt with Rona Nation. So yeah. you Right. So you make T-shirts and put get graphics on there. Yeah, kind of similar, artwork. I, similar ideas like what you guys are hoping to do with the podcast is like with my artwork I, I try to harbor the community like i know when you guys went down to las vegas i think they were from a tournament before but it was just i did like some team shirts and said like i, I want to sponsor you have a t-shirt and yeah and yep, i super appreciate yellow ronin nation t-shirts yeah 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 because yeah, i i yeah because team snowflake yeah. yeah yeah i had yeah. that one on i think that was the day i traveled i was wearing snowflake shirt oh were you yeah when uh oh the remember the alpha oh in the yes. airport yeah yes. Yeah, I was wearing my shirt that day. <laughs> wow. That's great. Well, I mean, I guess the question for you, Roma, is how is your painting experience so far? It is actually starting out well. Um, I started painting an objective. That's what that is, right? It's an yep. objective? Yep. Okay. So I started painting an objective, and I started doing slap chop. Yep. And once I started getting a bit of the technique down, like that you just... Um, you don't actually take too long to paint it. You just have to like, tap it. Flick. Flick. Yes. It um, started turning out better. And then, um, yeah, it's it's coming along. But now that you talked about the makeup, now yeah. it's kind of connecting. And now I can start thinking yeah. of it as my palette. Yeah, kind of <laughs> get, get from that point of like knowing the technique to why yes. am I doing that technique. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that helps out a huge, and that helps you kind of like, well, if that works like this, then why don't I try this and see how that would do for like shadow or exactly. highlight, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So now I'm excited. Um, we have Matt, one of our friends, coming over on Tuesday. He's going to teach me his painting techniques. Oh, right. Greenberg and or? Matt Greenberg. Greenberg yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so um, I'm going to probably have get that Lord Arcanum primed, the one I got from Grayson. And um, paint that. So. Oh, right on. Yeah, so I'm kind of excited. He's probably just bringing a airbrush. Like, who are we kidding? Yeah. And a roll of nickels, and just the the elves are gonna do it because we know Greenberg can't paint. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I won't comment on that because I don't know anything about that. But <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. Well, thank you, Des. That's yeah. that's been great. No, we can keep going. No, yeah. we're going to keep going, but I'm just thanking Jess oh, okay. because oh, I okay. wanted to talk a bit about Path to Glory as well. Oh, okay. I'm very excited for that. Yes. Um, so what are you going to play in Path to Glory? I'm going to bring my cruel boys. I already have a, a themed idea because like, there's going to be that lone orc out there that's hurting his trogs. Oh, d didn't you put your list up the other day? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, like It's just, <laughs> just one cruel boy riding on top of a trog, and he's going to ally in some you know rock gut trogs. And he's going to have a bunch of hired hands of Hobgarots, and they're going to cattle drive those trogs across the, you know, the moral realms. <laughs> that is so exciting, because since we started talking about Path to Glory, everybody in our group has been very excited, and they've been posting their narratives. 
And so um, it's been really kind of cool reading some of those. You know, it, and um, I was listening the other day to um, a dude, one of the head uh, frontline frontline gaming dudes. I'm still wearing my band from uh, LVO, uh, who put together the ter- big tournament. And he said he did a poll, and 100% of the people who responded to his survey, and there was a bunch of information he was getting, 100% of the people said they never play narrative. Yeah, and I mean, like that's been kind of our community for a while too. It it, it has yeah. been to the point where, like, Pat, I mean, a couple of years ago we talked about Path to Glory, yeah. but we it never never went anywhere. Yeah. Um. But I and I think the last edition wasn't as good. I've heard, but then I've heard this edition sucked too. So I'm I'm excited. I mean, I think stuff like that, like, because everyone has their own little stories for their stuff. They just that they usually just don't share it. Mm-hmm. But all it takes is a couple dudes. <laughs> to to kind of drive enthusiasm, and I, I mean that that that's what I think is one of the awesomest things that's coming out of this podcast is like local enthusiasm we're getting here. Yes, and I see it when we have our chats and everyone's narratives, and I am so excited to start. You know, and really, I think I've been inspired by Josh, who we're getting in the. What's uh, I think he's coming over tomorrow night. We're gonna get him on, and to see. You know the work that he's doing to get the community going. Yep. Uh, the tournament that happened last August. Yep. That the, you uh, also did a bunch of work. Yeah, for. the the Northern Waste GT. Oh yeah, super plug Northern Waste GT. Yeah. Um, is it, it going to be in the f- like late summer again? I think it's. August I believe we're going to have like end of September or August again this year. Okay. Josh is definitely the guy to talk to because he is the the main driver and enthusiasm behind all those events. Uh, so we'll definitely pick his brain tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but it, it's really, there's so many people in that chat. I, I don't know how many are actually in there, but there's there's yeah. a lot and people are excited. That thing's beeping and binging and pinging all day long. It is. And then seeing everyone's lists and how their lists are changing and they're getting advice and input from other people. It's just awesome. I yeah. love it. Yeah, no, it's been great. Yeah, the yeah, community's it's very exciting. Yeah. 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 The local AOS community is just like, just awesome. Yeah. yeah. I love it. We have a great community. We're very lucky. You too out there can get connected with your community and get some enthusiasm going and excitement and start your own path to glory. Oh, I like that. Yeah, we did that well. So do you guys have an idea for your factions for Path to Glory? Um, So mine is a um, Zinch wizard who was a former apprentice to a uh, changer, uh, no, Lord of, Lord of Change? Lord of Change. Uh, and he was tired of getting manipulated. Surprise, surprise. Uh, so he took off and stole a mutual F vortex beast um, from whatever realm they inhabited. Uh, and with the vortex beast, went off through the realm, turning everything into spawn. Because mm. that's what <laughs> vortex beasts do. Um, and because, uh, you know, spawn are great, but they're not super predictable in a pinch. So he recruited a couple Nurgle knights, uh, five of them, to join him. And uh, while well, most of the spawn either die in battle, expire from their horrific transformation, um, they, uh, he, the wizard transformed a uh, Zangor, uh, into a spawn that had a shred of intelligence left, and he keeps the Zangor spawn around um, just as a pet and for amusement. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. How about wow. you? 
That's exciting. I, I did my first narrative, and I'm just going to read it out. I think it's um, the way I've been thinking about Stormcast Eternals. So Lord Arcanum, astride his loyal griff charger, led his army to war against the foul chaos warband of Phalax Dirge. There he fought alongside Andrasta and the wise beasts of the heavens, the Draclines. After successfully establishing a foothold in the cursed realm of the All Points, Lord Arcanum could not stop thinking about Andrasta. How majestic she looked with her wings spread wide, flying down from the blessed realm of Azar, with thunder and lightning crackling about her. How do you like it so far? Love it. <laughs> Sounds like a little erotic, but I'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Arcanum knew Andrasta only had eyes for Aventus Firestrike. After the war, Aventus and Andrasta flew away together to fight another war in a distant realm. How he missed her. Lord Arcanum was preparing for the next battle when word came from Lord Commander Bastion Carthalos that Andrasta was gone. He feared the worst that she was being held captive by either the skittering hordes of Gits or the drunken sky pirates. As Aventus prepared a strike force to go find his beloved Andrasta, Lord Arcanum put together his own battalion to find his lost love. He had his evocators on celestial Dracolines and Lord Veritant with his Celestian Vortex ready to follow the path of glory to find her. His biggest fear was being reforged a second and third time, for he did not want to forget the love he has for Andrasta. Lord Arcanum knew he must fight and heal to find his one true love. So the story begins. Nice. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> and Drasta with her wings spread, <laughs> riding the pulsing beam of light. <laughs> you know what? We, we need to, if, if we could find a spare, um, oh gosh, who's, who's the Slanishi Prince? Um, yes. The, oh, the one you just picked up? Yeah. Oh, what the heck's his name? He's right over there. Um, Sigvald. Yeah. Take Sigvald and put Sigvald's head on a storm cast so he's got like the Fabio hair blowing in the oh. wind. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be epic. With wings? <laughs> no, just like that. Just with his yeah, See, your narrative's already driving some yeah. conversion ideas. I know yeah. a guy that could do that for you. <laughs> <laughs> the desk? Yeah. We'll be in touch. Yeah. You're not cutting up my uh, Sigvald. <laughs> Can we order another one? <laughs> I'm on a roll now. Oh, you're on a roll already. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Robin had a really good uh, Stormcast um, narrative on on the message as well. So oh. that was a good oh, one. I got I to gotta go back through that chat because yeah. it goes by so fast sometimes I miss <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. That was close. Thanks to Des for catching that. <laughs> Could have been catastrophic technical glitch there. Um, so Path to Glory and, and we were laughing about conversion oh. ideas. So like, do you do a lot of conversions? I'm just going to take it back to Rona Nation for I a mean, sec. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, you used to do a lot more common. I think uh, with like the current range of models, just how much more dynamic and epic they are compared to you know our our uh, horse stance squat uh, bolter holding guys of the past, like that you know encourage us to convert. I don't, you don't see as much of it now. I um, as I was building my stuff tonight, and I'm, I'm sort of thinking in the back of my mind, like, okay, so if I want to compete for painted, and I know what LVO. You know, I saw the quality of stuff. You got to like conversions up the wazoo, and I'm like, I, I don't want to really convert this stuff. Like, yeah. it goes together so nice, it looks so good. Like, I, you know, I do the odd shield swap, and I think, woohoo! Yeah, like I, I think the biggest thing, to be honest, that that's, I think, the main thing I like having my 3D printer for, is that you can print those little bits to bring your models that much different looking, 
and it's not a whole investment of buying an art stick bulb, right? Right. Like you can get get that level of conversion without like, but still get that cool kit that you like building, right? Yeah. Um, but I don't. You don't see it like how it was before, where you're like, I'll just hack this arm up, because like the way the models are built nowadays, it's a lot harder to get those divisions and stuff. Right. Are there rules to conversions with plank? Most. I think the main thing to keep in mind is your opponent's ability to recognize it for what it is. Okay. Yeah. And that would be the only real rule and you can just be as creative as, as you want. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh. we even have our friend that uses a bad ball to represent uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the moon for his gloom spite. So <laughs> yeah. And uh, that was it like at LVO that a sword is a sword. So what is that? WYSIWYG? Yeah. What you see is what you get. So, but even then yeah. there, there's, some fairly wide room to say, especially because so much Stormcast honestly kind of looks like the next bit of Stormcast hero. Like even bringing it back to Josh's Iron Jaws, like we ended up printing some shoulder pads and heads to give them kind of like old school samurai looks to them. Mm -hmm. And so like this bunch of samurai orcs running around on pigs, right? Like it was so beautiful, his army. Oh my gosh. I just couldn't stop looking at it. The conversion was amazing. I didn't recognize the model. I'm like, I was scared oh. when I saw when I saw the conversion model. I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, yeah, I'm totally dead. <laughs> yeah, I can't take full credit for that one though, because like the the Maw Crusher, like he got some. So I'm not sure who the name of the fellow is, but he sent that out to a guy that specializes in like converting Maw Crushers so they're flying and stuff. Oh, okay. So like that was pretty cool to like right. be get a chance to paint that. Like, yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah. But I mean, like this this um, path to glory is like a good chance to to convert things because like you're building your narrative and stuff right like just driving that creativity in an art direction when you're painting a model that somebody else has already ponied up big bucks to get converted does that kind of freak you out a bit to be honest i didn't even think of that until you brought that up oh my gosh. <laughs> i just kind of get lost in it you know like because like I, I, to be honest, I just really enjoy painting that much, right? Like, it's just like, okay, well, how am I going to tackle this? Oh, I'm going to make it green. You know, like, I haven't seen it, you know, like, I haven't seen them really in this color mm -hmm. or something. And, and he has another one. So I'm like dreaming up. I want to do that in something that's like complimentary, you know, like. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. And I think that because you know all the tricks and if you did make a little mistake, which you already know, you know how to fix it. And you're so, yeah, you're very I mean, talented. I mean, the, I think the key is just always be willing to learn and improve. And mm -hmm. don't be afraid to try anything in painting. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, if you want, like, don't, don't. I don't know how. I'm not telling you how to live your life. So. <laughs> Can we go back to this Prince of Slanish? Is that who that is? That car that model that you have with the long blonde hair? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he can't um, be an ally with Stormcast. No. You cannot ally Sigweld with Stormcast. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Well, uh, the shorter podcasts have been quite popular, so let's wrap let's wrap this one up now. We can always get we'll um, once we do the move on to the next like bling because we got stickers. We got so many cool stickers at LVO. I was looking at them like the other day. Yep. So we'll hit Des up and he'll walk us through sticker production. Great. And thank you again so much for the dice, Des. Oh, no worries. Love them. Thank, thank you for thank you to me. And thanks for giving me the opportunity to use your logo and stuff. And yeah. It was great to be on. And I'll great. be back anytime you guys want me. <laughs> great. Thank you. We definitely yeah. will have you back. Yeah. This was so exciting. Okay. Well, then 
use your um, famous wrap up. All right, dudes of Sigmar in and out. <laughs>